Good morning, good morning, my friends. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers, speaking this morning, inviting you to stay tuned now for another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message that we call the Trailblazer broadcast. Yes, our late pastor, our brother, Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., originated this broadcast this uh, back there in the 1950s as he rode old Dan, the old, his old faithful horse out there in the uh, piney woods of the hills of North Louisiana, going about to the little country churches in the bend of the creek or on the uh, brush arbor there, just preaching the gospel, what he called the old-fashioned, old-time gospel message, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And that's what we uh, are attempting to do here, to stay with thus saith the Lord. I want to speak to you this morning, basically looking at the believer's life, and the walk of the believer. Folks have not taken the time or the effort to read and study uh, to see what God's Word says about their conduct, how they should conduct themselves. The Lord has led me now to look at some of these verses found there in Ephesians chapter 4, where the Apostle Paul sets forth the walk of the believer as a new man in Christ. Would you folks continue to pray for us here? At the old Trailblazer broadcast, many of you are telling us you appreciate the, the message uh, each morning. Some said it just gives us a little uh, perk in the morning to start out, uh, have our coffee and breakfast, and hear the old Trailblazer. Some of you folks out there who are retired and don't have to get out early and go to work. Would you pray for us? Would you drop us a line? Let us know that you uh, are listening. We appreciate it. Yes, the scriptures tell us uh, that all uh, that all of us, will be blessed by hearing the word of God. Yes, we are blessed in hearing God's word. In Ephesians chapter 4, beginning there at verse 17, we see first of how we are not to walk. Don't you like to look sometimes at the negative as well as the positive? How we are not to walk or how we are not to conduct ourselves? Let's read verses 17, 18, and 19 there uh, and then look at them for a few moments. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being uh, alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is uh, in them. My friends, yes, because of the blindness of their heart, ignorance that they have because of the blindness. Uh, many folks are blinded and ignorant of God's word because they just won't study and read and, and uh, see, uh, let the Lord deal with their heart, who being past feelings have given themselves over unto lasciviousness uh, to the work to work all uncleanliness with greediness. The Apostle Paul here tells us, uh, tells these Ephesians, and in so doing speaks to you and me, that you are no longer to walk as the unconverted walk. No, he says in the language of our day, now listen, folks, Listen, folks, he's saying, in our language, uh, once you were as the other Gentiles were, walking in the vanity of their minds. Uh, the word vanity in the scripture means uh, um, uh, just a mere, uh, more than just a mere emptiness. It denotes a moral wrong. Vanity, we think about it as being a emptiness, but it means a moral wrong of uh, being applied usually to those who worship vain idols. He says you're no longer to uh, worship and bow down to the idols and those things. And uh, those who were alienated from the true God, you're not to walk as they walk. 
We've got to walk like we were, my friends, you and I, in our daily walk here uh, in, 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 at Radio Missions, our folks. Uh, we're not to walk as a world, smell like the world, smoke like the world, drink like the world. No, that's what we've been redeemed from. What what good would it be to call ourselves uh, a child of God if we're going to still stay there uh, in the world? My friend, the Lord redeems us from the world. He saves us from our sins, not in our sin. You you see someone who's... Uh, partaking of the sins of the world on a daily basis, always running here and running there, always running greedily after the world, always uh, being a covetous and uh, hard-hearted. They don't, they, don't any, they don't know anything about the Lord. They don't know anything about salvation. They just have missed a boat, that's all. No, he says, we don't walk like those who were alienated from God. Uh, you were as they were, but no more. Sure, surely we were there at one time. Surely we have no criticism for those those folks because you and I, if you know the Lord, you were there one day enjoying sin, uh, in the pleasures of sin, uh, thinking that you were all right, uh, maybe having made a profession of faith uh, at some uh, camp meeting or something back there as a child, uh, some Sunday school teacher uh, encouraged you to make a profession of faith, you grew up into adulthood thinking you were saved, but the world uh, caught your eye. You were taken up with the world. And, and my friend, the, you, that was not salvation, no. Your mind was darkened because you were alienated from God. And their hearts were blinded to the truth, just like yours and mine was. Yes, but they were still sinners. He speaks here of a well-known fact, and that is a fact that is seen now as well as then, that the understanding... Uh, becomes darkened by the indulgence of sin. A man who is unchaste, who has no perception of loveliness, of, of purity of God. A man who is covetous. He has no views of the beauty or of benevolence. No. Listen, my friend. The, the, the missionary who goes among the heathen has uh, to almost create an intellect as well as a conscience before the gospel uh, will make an impression on him. He has to do the, the uh, educating there to the fact uh, that they are uh, from what they were born and raised up. Yes, we see that the Apostle Paul uh, warning and instructing the new converts to leave off all the old life to put on the new man which is after which after God is created in righteousness and in holiness. Yes, the new man is created after God in, in righteousness and in holiness. How, how far have we drifted in our modern-day religious teaching and, and preaching, my friend, that men now, uh, there's, no, there's no coming out of the world, there's no uh, giving up the world in the modern-day churches, no, I know churches where they have the modern dance that goes on in their uh, great banquet rooms. Their young folks gather together and dance to a rock band in, right in the church. Now, my friend, God's people are a separated people. God's people are a separate people. And we're just trying to uh, lay upon your heart today. There in verse 25, Wherefore, putting away all lying, speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another, yes, members one of another. Listen, folks, he's telling us here today how that the new man in Christ lives. Listen to verse 26. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. 
How can the true child of God live with all of that old law, in it, all of those things in his heart? I know that in the new birth, all things are become new and old things are passed away. But listen, uh, when the new heart uh, is placed in that bosom of yours, the old heart is still there. Uh, we're, it's, it, it is, but it's under the dominion of Satan, the old heart is. But it shall not have dominion over the new man in Christ. No. As I walk day by day here in the work of the Lord, I learn many things which I'd never uh, knew before. I never had an idea of as an unsaved individual. No, the Lord teaches. I always falsely, falsely believe that when a sinner is saved, that there be no more trials, no more temptations, no more heartaches, no more trouble with the flesh or the devil. Uh, no, no, my friend, but what an awakening there was. But now I find that the, that my will, our will, the Christian, that God's child's will is to walk in God's path. But often that I would, uh, I cannot. Would you read that seventh chapter of Romans there very carefully, my friend? And uh, the life of God's child is not uh, once believing and then always the problems go away. Oh, no, no. My friend, I heard a story uh, recently. I read a story there in Europe long ago. They said to be a man who was such a great Christian. He had a great reputation, talked much about uh, uh, his life in Christ and so forth. And someone mentioned it to Brother Spurgeon uh, there. He was, lived in the same day that Brother Spurgeon did. And Brother Spurgeon said, well, I'd like to meet the man and talk with him. And I'd like to ask him one question. So in the providence of time, they met. And Brother Spurgeon talked with him a while, and he said, Look, friend, let me ask you one question. Do you ever have any trouble with the devil? And the man replied, Oh, no, no, uh, he never bothers me in the least. And Brother Spurgeon walked off and said uh, to those with him, That man knows nothing of salvation. He knows nothing of the Lord. My friend, the walk of God's child is not a bed of roses. I know that. I know that. But I know that God's grace is sufficient. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, he's our, his grace is sufficient, and that's our stay. When everything is dark, when it seems that the heavens are brass and we cannot hear from our Lord. Do you ever have that happen, my friend? I do, many times. We know that his grace is yet sufficient. Our Lord doesn't change. Our Lord's word never changes. We have his word here in our hand. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever, just as our Lord is. He says that the heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. I realize that we live in a day when folks make a decision for Jesus, as they say, and then continue in their old life as before. Many of them are wrapped up with the flesh. They, they put a lot of emphasis on the flesh, the uh, charismatic movement, uh, but many of them are not saved. I'll stake my destiny on that. You don't hear them speaking about the Lord. No, they know nothing of redemption in Christ. How can you cry, call Christ your blessed Redeemer and know nothing of the redeeming grace of God, my friend? How can you say I'm just a sinner saved by grace when you've never seen yourself as a sinner? We have folks sing that song, I'm just a sinner saved by grace, but they don't admit that they have ever been a sinner. Are you just imitating what someone else has said? I know some folks who tell me that they want to be saved, but they're not willing uh, to allow the Lord uh, to uh, melt that old stony heart that they have there in their bosom. No, they'd rather uh, continue day by day thinking that the Lord is going to have a special dis dispensation for them. That's what they think. They do. Uh, for them, to, the Lord would treat them differently 
from others, but he's not going to, no. You'll come to Christ on God's terms, my friend, or you'll go to hell. You'll have to admit one day to yourself and to the Lord that you are a sinner. Yes, I had someone tell me uh, that for many, many, uh, a very long time, they tried to be exactly what the Lord uh, wanted them to be. They tried not to become a sinner. They tried to not uh, allow themselves to admit that they were a sinner. But in the in the course of time, the Lord, by his Holy Spirit, opened that heart to see that that's exactly what we are outside of Christ, a sinner. But then when the Lord saves us, then there's that newness of life, as as we're going to see here in these verses, the walk and the talk of a of a of a new saved sin of a new saved person, a sinner saved by grace. Did you know the sinner who has been saved? Do you know he has a new talk? He has a new walk. He has a new outlook on life. He has a he doesn't look down his nose at folks like he used to. No, he doesn't push his chest out and think he's somebody come. All that's gone by the wayside. No, we're not a doormat for the world. We don't have to, to lay down and let someone walk over us. We're, we're God's children. We're God's child. But we uh, we have the mind of God. Let this mind be in you, which is in Christ, my friend. Is that Do you have that mind of Christ today? Or, or do you know what it is, that newness of life, to walk after the will of God? My friend, are you? can you read those verses there in Ephesians and square your life with God's word, saying, yes, that's, that's, that's exactly what the Lord has done for me. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to a close this morning. This is Brother Albert Pendarva speaking and saying to you, uh, tune in each day, Monday through Friday, at the same time. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer, saying goodbye and God bless you until next time.